Show me the way to get home 
DJ friend Would you play me one more song And let my mind just go and drift away Now we all have a dream And a place where we belong Somewhere we can go and escape my dreams 
creepy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. I live and die and breathe each day of my life for this business. Damn right. We are a family and we are the best. I, I, I couldn't agree more. Good morning, ass family. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of... That's right, you guessed it, the Arnie State Show. I hope that you are having a good morning so far. <sighs> Where do I start today? Uh, man, oh man, it, it, it's been a, a rough morning, if you will. I want to send out all the good vibes I can to Braddy Kid. We've had a, a, a very tough morning this morning. Uh, that's all I'll say. Uh, th- there's a Facebook post about it. Don't like starting the day off that way, but we will get through it, and uh, that's what we do. So there you go. So let's say some good mornings here, shall we? Uh, well, looky there. Oh, my gosh. Well, laddie frickin' duck. Oh, we're going to have straight fire. He says, what the heck? First again? Well, laddie freaking duck. Yeah, not bad. There you go, my man. Uh, hold on. I got I to gotta change something here. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, man, I was not prepared for this. I, I was farting around. Good golly, man. Come on, Arn, you're better than that. No, nothing to see here. No, 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 no. Let's see. Uh, here you go. Yeah, uh, no, let's see. Yours. No, that's not the one I want. Let's go up there. Okay, there we go. We'll do that one there. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's 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 keep the 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 train rolling here, shall we? Uh, Battleborn's next. He says, "Good morning, ass family." Hangtown Jen's in the house. She says, uh, "Morning, ass family." Uh, time for some Chinese. Uh, that's what I was doing. I was putting a new Chinese thing in there. Are you crazy in Chinese? Are you crazy in Chinese? 你疯了吗？你疯了吗？ Nifonama. Well, one more time, Nifonama. Are you crazy in Chinese? Nifonama. 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 There you go. See, this is an educational program. I'm telling you, people. Uh, let's see. Swoosh says good morning, or his morning ass family. Swoosh, good even morning. Yes, uh, good morning to you. Um, oh, my lucky uh, the one and only bratty kid is all up in this house. I will stomp a mud hole in yeah. your ass and walk it dry. Yeah, I, 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 I know. I, I, I understand um, that, that today's been tough. Boy, that escalated quickly. Yeah, it did. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. I, it, it did. I mean. That just happened. Yeah. So, uh, look. I hope you have a spectacular day. I'm going to do my best to make sure it is that way. But you have a spectacular day. Derek says, good morning, ass family, on this fine Tuesday. It's time for Wimpy to pay up. Sassy Pammy's in the house. She says, good morning. Hangtown Jen says, Brady Kid, huge hugs for you today, my friend. Andrew says, happy Pink Taco Tuesday, ass family. Ogre in the house. He says, buenos dias, familia. And, uh, woo! I finally found a really good one. Woo! 
So there you go. There's a real good Ric Flair woo. Uh, Hangtown Jin says, Ni Fung Lama. Ni Fung Mala. Yeah, are you crazy? Did she just say defund the police? <laughs> I got it. Ni Fung Mala, motherfuckers. Uh, there you go. Um, all right. Uh, some news to report. Uh, this is sad news to report today. Um, that a true legend of TV, Kirstie Alley. Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? All those nights when you've got Whoa, no- see that's the long version. I don't know if I care for that. Hold on. Let, 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 let's uh let, let's keep going here. And your third fiance didn't everybody knows there you your go. name. There it is. And they're always glad you came. I don't know if I like the synthesizers in that, but Kirstie Alley uh, passed away after a personal battle with cancer. Uh, not a lot of people knew that she had cancer, uh, but she did. Uh, she passed away, I believe she was 71 years old, uh, left two kids. So there you go, Kirstie Alley. By the way, Kirstie Alley made that show so much better than Shelley Long. It's a shame that Kirstie Alley didn't have a better career afterwards. <laughs> Her final film will be Look Who's Not Talking. I'm taking a picture of that one. That might be the joke for tomorrow. Uh, rest in peace, Kirstie Alley. Uh, on side note, how about Mount Rushmore Best Sitcom Theme Songs? Cheers was always my favorite. That one, it, we would have to do best theme songs in general, not just sitcom. We'd have to throw the Dukes in there. Knight Rider would be in there. You know what? Hold on. Let me get, let me get the magical piece of paper out here where I write this stuff on. Um, C-A-D. Best theme songs. I like that. I like that idea a lot. All right, we got that written down. One of few outspoken Republican celebrities. Yeah, she really was. She was, and I think that's why her career didn't get any bigger. I mean, she made a couple big movies with, you know, the the Look Who's Talking movies and all that. I mean, one of my favorite movies of all time, and I mean, this movie, she was in Airwolf. Yeah, there you go. Um. One of my favorite movies, and it requires no brain whatsoever to watch this movie, and that's Summer School with Mark Harmon. Mark Harmon in Summer School is the best dumb movie that's ever been made. It's just a stupid guy wants girl, girl wants more successful guy. Great movie. Just a great movie, and absolutely no thought process involved at all. My son and I were just talons about uh, talking about this last night. Please make it include Greatest American Hero. Oh, that's a great one. She got her star in Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Damn, she was the finest Vulcan in Starfleet. Yeah, I remember that. 
Well, Kirstie Alley passed away last night, age of 71. It looks like uh, people are, are speculating that she died of colon cancer. Nobody knows really just yet, so I'm not going to say how she died. So I'm just reporting what I know. Um, all right, where where do I go this morning? I mean, I we have we have listener mail coming up this morning, and it's fantastic. Um. Okay, let, let's just start with this. <sighs> the White House yesterday finally have made some some things talking about the Twitter files that were uncovered, and oh boy. I haven't watched this yet. I can only imagine how bad this is. This can leave it imbalanced and exposed when performance fails. Okay, I'm not going to listen to all 30 seconds of Invesco. White House Press Secretary Ken Clean Jean-Pierre dismissed Elon Musk's release of the so-called Twitter files as a distraction at a time when she says the platform is facing a rise in hate speech. Oh, and more in prospectus at Invesco.com. There we go. Hold on a second. I'll... So, look, we see this as a, a an interesting or a coincidence, if really? I may, that yeah, uh, uh, that he would so haphazardly, uh, Twitter would so haphazardly push this distraction. Uh, that is a that is a full of uh, old news, if you think about really? it. Um, and what, uh, at the same time, the Twitter is or? facing very real and very serious questions uh, about the rising volume of anger, hate, and anti-Semitism on their platform, and uh, um, how they. By the way, by the way, I just would like to point out something. The press secretary is supposed to be. This is the way these press rooms work. The press secretary is supposed to be the smartest person in the room. That's been a huge problem for Joe Biden and his administration because his press secretary has has maybe not the smartest, but the most informed person in the room. And I say that, it, it, and look, look, there is one and truly one all-star when it comes to press secretaries, and that's Kaylee McEnany in her gigantic book. And Democratic reporters were just like Peter Ducey back in the day. They were, they, look, those Democratic reporters, I will tell you this right now, um, if I can find the goddamn thing here. Where did I put it? Oh, boy, I've moved a bunch of sound effects around. Uh, is it in that? No, it's not in that. Music beds? I thought I put it in music beds. Draw. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Deuces. Not just for Alicia and her wonderfully active colon, but um, the Democrat reporters used to fire stuff her at her all the time, and she would have answers for it. This idiot is saying, well, this is just, uh, I, this is so convenient that this is coming out. When you dispel things with a lie like that, and then back it up with the fact that you say, well, Twitter's under all this scrutiny right now because they're allowing this uptick in hate speech and anti-Semitism on their platform. So what you're saying is, is that Elon Musk is doing exactly what he said he was going to do and allow free speech to happen on Twitter because 
Once again, I hate to be the one that reminds you of this, but the Supreme Court of this here United States of America did say, I believe it was about three years ago, that hate speech is protected under the guise of free speech in America. Meaning Elon Musk said he was going to promote free speech on his platform, and he is. If you choose not to be there to see that or be a part of it, then by all means, go. I'm on Twitter. I don't see a bunch of racist tweets or a bunch of anti-Semitic tweets out there. I don't follow those kind of people. I, I, last week, we figured it out on this show. We figured out the problem with America is this war on personal responsibility. And that's what this is. This is a war on personal responsibility. Because you have every opportunity and right to never go on Twitter and see what the bad people are posting. There is no place in America that forces you to look at Twitter. No place. You choose that under your own volition. But when you see something and it goes and it makes you feel ooky on the inside, well, that's what's called free speech. And that's what free speech does. It makes you feel something. If that is not your brand of vodka, then don't follow them. I mean, I, 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 honestly, if I could just give a lecture to every college student, I, I mean, you, you don't have to follow Donald Trump on, on, on Twitter. You don't. You don't have, hey, guess what? You don't have to follow the latest trends on Twitter. You don't have to follow these people on Facebook. You don't have to follow them on Instagram. You don't have to. It's okay if you don't. Well, I I don't want my platform weighed down with that kind of stuff. Your platform? You don't pay for it. It's a free platform. If you want to start your own platform and you want people to pay to use it, hey, more power to you. Ask how that went for Parler or Donald Trump's fucking social media page, whatever the hell it's called. How's that working out? There was another one in between there, too. They ain't working out because the market was cornered. The market, like, I'm sorry to tell all these people that want to start their own social media empires and because it seems so easy. The market was cornered. Facebook got all the social media going. Instagram, owned by Facebook, is just pictures. And then TikTok, a Chinese company, comes in and goes, hey, we want you to do videos on here, and people can share, and they can like and do all this kind of stuff, but our community standards are completely ridiculous. I don't know. It, it, it To me, it's just stupid. But they're saying, it, this gal comes out and says, oh, yeah, there's nothing to see here. This is all just smoke and mirrors. Um. 
See, Elon Musk outsourced his findings about what led the tech giant, Twitter, to suppress the Hunter Biden story in the final week of the 2020 election to journalist Matt Tobby, who published a lengthy thread about what transpired behind the scenes at Twitter. Uh, put a spotlight on the behind-the-scenes events that resulted in Twitter kiboshing the New York Post story that first revealed the scandalous contents of the laptop. Twitter files revealed that the candidate Joe Biden's team allegedly asked Twitter to remove unflattering links about his son, which were promptly handled by the platform. <coughs> Question. I don't know this. But, um... If we know all that to be true, why is there not a case open right now in front of the, the Congress talking about election fraud? If the president himself, who can control social media, and the Democratic Party can control that brand of social media, that's a problem. Now, I'm not saying that, that they did anything wrong, but obviously they did something wrong here. Am I now a denou... To all those people who got investigated by Homeland Security for denouncing the 2020 election, you better have a good lawyer on speed dial because I'm betting that there's going to be a lot of lawsuits coming. Even well, you can't sue the federal government, so I, I guess maybe not. But man, oh man, maybe a lot of civil suits against some of the employees. I'm shocked the Biden administration would attack an African American and that platform let pedophile hashtags and ISIS stay on Twitter while suppressing Hunter stories. Yeah. Oh God. Well, they 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 had those. The ISIS people, they have people from prisons. There's videos from people in prison, in jail. Now, how they got phones, but they got their videos up on, on some sort of social media platform. But the former president of the United States, he can't get one up there. Interesting. Interesting stuff. I mean, I always keep going back to the the weird interview that Hunter Biden did on the CBS Sunday morning show when he bragged about smoking more Parmesan cheese than anyone on earth, and he was laughing about it. By the way, that's somebody who's not in recovery. You see, it, it, it's like, oh, wait, got to turn all that stuff down. It's like when, when non-military people make fun of military branches in front of other military people and they get a big, you know, they, they get told, no, you can't say that shit. Only we can, and rightfully so. Um, same thing with, with, with addicts. Look, we, we can pick and poke at, our, at things, but not in front of national TV. So I, I, I'm here to tell you that Hunter Biden, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he still had a tad bit of a habit today. I'm just saying just maybe a tad bit, uh, maybe a couple eight balls a day. I don't know. 
But this whole nonsense, this whole thing, this laptop, this shocking story about his son and underage girls and cocaine and prostitutes, of course it would have changed the election. It would have made it even harder for them to cheat. But hey, we just sit back and take it. We just sit back and go, yep, all right, yep, that's just, the, the proper people are handling it. Oh, look, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people. Oh, the proper people got this under control. Nope, no, nope, I was wrong about that. They sure as fuck don't. Uh, let's see. Um, Elon Musk, who I, I'm... I, once again, I don't know if he's just a supervillain or if he's the guy we've all been wanting to see. See, us hardcore cheese lovers, you know you're only serious about the cheese if you smoke the Gouda. There it is. There it is. That's good. He looked high as fuck this weekend at the White House. Uh, he says, morning, ass family. I see we're talking about Biden's abortion. <laughs> he should have been. Oh, poor Joe. Um... Screech's older brother, this Sam Bankman-Fried, the guy who's who's pretty much ripped off billions of dollars from people, the cryptocurrency fella. I mean, I, I read somewhere that Tom Brady lost three hundred million dollars, and 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 seeing this guy and hearing him talk, he is just such a he really is. I mean, honestly, he screeches, brother. Back in 2000, this is not him. I invested $10,000 in these 31-ounce gold coins. You're an idiot. There we go. I can't imagine what it feels like to go from $20 billion to $100,000. Yeah. How did... Wait, 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 wait. Go from crypto hero to crypto supervillain. Today, a lot of people look at you and see Bernie Madoff. GMA This Morning, Sam Bankman-Fried, one-on-one with George Stephanopoulos. What happened to the billions people invested with him? What is the talent that you have that convinced people they should invest billions of dollars? He was on top of the world. He was a dork. What happened happened. And like, if I had been... If I had been spending an hour a day thinking about risk management on FTX, I don't think that would have happened. I think I, what I stopped working as happened. hard for a bit. You know, honestly, if I look back on myself, I think I got a little cocky. I made more than a little bit. Um, and I think part of me, like, you know, felt like... Uh, you, you know, I, I, can't um, do, I, I can't do it anymore. Like we'd made it. Hey, shut up, idiot. Elon Musk says that uh, he donated more than a billion dollars to the Democrats, and now he's asking, where'd it go? Where'd that billion dollars go, young man? You know that money that was given to you by the Ukraine, which was given to them by the United States of America, by the taxpayers of America, they, they donated this money to the Ukraine to help in war efforts, and the, the Ukraine took that money and they, they invested in your cryptocurrency, and then you gave them a bunch of money, and then you spent a billion dollars on the Democrats, meaning you spent taxpayers' dollars on Democratic campaigns. Highly illegal. 
It, all, all the money laundering aside, the campaign fraud alone, you forced us to pay for Democrats' reelections. That's what it comes down to. It's a forcing of us, a force through the taxes that we pay. Uh, wait, I Google Screech to find brother, and I find out Screech is dead? Sure, a year ago, but I don't remember. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, Screech is quite dead. Good morning, Arise. Hope you're doing well up in Oklahoma this morning. Um, he says he, he recently claims he donated just the same amount of money to Republicans via the dark channel, so the money is publicly untraceable. No, it's not, dude. No, it's not. You and your ugly, nerdy girlfriend. Did you get cocky? Yeah, because you thought you were a cool guy. Once again. Have you, has anyone ever watched? Uh, maybe not, because it seems to always never come true. Because they never tell you the truth. That the dork doesn't get the girl. It doesn't happen. But no. When cool people are hanging around you, they're hanging around you to get something out of you. Maybe in high school it was their homework done. Now, these celebrities like Tom Brady want to hang out with this guy. Not really, though. Because he can make him $300 million more million. Well, of course Tom Brady's going to take that meeting. If you don't take that meeting to make $300 million, and now it's cost Tom Brady that much money. So there's about $600 million we're talking about right there. All because you wanted to do Can't Buy Me Love. There you go. By the way, the end of that movie is bullshit. I love the movie Can't Buy Me Love. A fantastic film, but it's such a farce. The dork never does get the girl. Revenge of the Nerds, not true. We can't make movies like that because nobody would see them. Those wouldn't be called movies. They would be called real life. Oh, I love that Elon Musk is calling this fucking guy out. And then Musk comes out and says, hey, uh, just let everybody know. If I commit suicide, it's not real. Um, he admitted to receiving death threats since his takeover of Twitter. Um, Musk was answering questions during uh, a live Twitter spaces when this was uh, going on. And look, look. You don't. How much security do you think Elon Musk has? Pretty in pink changed the ending, so she didn't end up with the dork because it didn't score well. See? Oh no 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 now now hold on a second, Derek. I never said that Revenge of the Nerds and all those movies aren't awesome because they are. You see, they're they're movies because they give us hope. 
Look, do you really think that some street kid from Reseda, California, from Jersey, is going to roll up and, and in six weeks out karate kids that have been taking karate for years? All because his sensei has him waxing cars and building backyards. And by the way, the crane kick is still illegal if I can if I can go back and check the records. That's striking to the face. That's a no-no. But that's the ending you wanted. Oh, to see Danielson held up and and Elizabeth Shue, I was more in love with her at that moment than ever. They're celebrating that moment because we all want to believe that moment. We want to believe that Rocky is going to go and end communism. And he takes on a six-foot-four fucking robot. And he wins. And, and everybody makes fun of me for liking wrestling. Now, come on. He's putting it out there for the retards that if he turns up dead, it wasn't suicide. Oh, yeah. Oh, I guarantee you. He's got to have snipers like that that are out in front of his every move. Woke Karate Kid remake would end with a school shooting. Yeah, see, we don't need that. See, we don't need the real stories. The, The real thing, to be fair, to be fair. Daniel did study karate from library books before beating Miyagi. Very true. Very, very true. I need to remember to put that into my argument. That's why I'm so enamored of Cobra Kai. There is zero woke shit. See, this is... This is what I like, and and even the show Yellowstone. You, you Yellowstone is, is branded a non woke show, but it, it could be one of the more woke shows on TV. Talking about saving land, treating Native Americans better. It's just a great show because, and by the way, where is Straight Fire? Oh, we got to talk. We whoa 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 whoa. We got to talk. Straight Fire. What did you mean that Beth jumped the shark? That was one of the most incredible scenes I've ever seen. When her and Summer decide to figure out things like like good old uh, fucking uh, the, the cowboy with the handlebar mustache and Wheeler. Lloyd and Wheeler. When they duked it out in the old, uh, in, 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 the, in, the, in the stockades or wherever we're at in the barn, the ranch. Good morning, Arnie. I believe that Elon has Trump security style. Oh, I imagine he does. I mean, he's the richest man in the world. He can afford it. But yeah, what I saw was incredible. Just incredible. I, I, I love that show even more after that scene. Oh, I'm Stinkfist. I'm not. I'm not going to ruin it for you. I'm not ruining it yet. I didn't say I just said there's a scene in there that, that's adjacent to that. I was just wondering what was jumping the shark. Now, 
I watched George and Tammy. Uh, I got to say, um, of the clips of Yellowstone I've seen, is there a single person on that show that isn't perpetually pissed off or scowling or angry? No. No. Everybody on that show is just fucking mean as shit. And that's why I love it. Thank you, sir. I'll watch it tonight. Okay. So uh, so this is the real-life story of, of George Jones, the possum, arguably the greatest country singer of all time, voice-wise. I said arguably. And one of his many, many wives that he had, but this was near the height of his popularity when he got together with Tammy Wynette. George Jones was a Texan. They did live in Texas. I believe, if I remember this, there's a kid that lived down the street, and his daddy was Tammy Wynette's drummer. They, I believe that, that there was a time where George Jones was living in Garland. Just saying. You know, only the finest live in G-Town. You see G-Town now, you're like, fuck, Arnie, you came from the hood. Yes, I did. Um, except for the dudes and females in the bunkhouse, they're the comic relief of the show. They, re- I mean, it. look, that show is fantastic. And, and the fucking dinner scene, look, this week's episode is fantastic. George and Tammy, the actors, Jessica Chastain, I didn't understand. It needed to bratty kid, the whole mouth thing that, that you're out was talking about. But I will say this, whoever is doing the singing, flat out sucks. Just don't. Don't. It, it, when we go to break here in a little bit, I'm going to play the possum for you today. Now, to all the producers for this show at Showtime, maybe if y'all are listening, and I know somebody in your office is, um, this is what George Jones is supposed to sound like. We'll get to Tammy later, but but yeah. So Leanne is what you'd call finest Leanne. Wait, wait. Wait. Who's Leanne? All right. Okay, let's see. Where are we? Oh boy. Um. Oh, Leanne Rhymes. So Leanne is what you'd call the finest? No, no. Leanne Rhymes also from Garland. Very, very true. I, I, I forgot that. I forgot what I was talking about there. But yes, uh, yeah, Leanne Rhymes did is is from Garland. I feel like they kind of dubbed uh, George and Tammy's voice in with whoever's singing. It's hard to tell. Definitely not George or Tammy on on their own. No. Oh, I don't think I, I. When it comes to George Jones, I don't think they're using any George Jones voice. I'll give it another try. I I don't hate the show yet. It's and hey. They're being true. They're showing the bad side of George Jones. I just want to see him on a tractor driving down the freeway. 
Um, California, your governor's about to do something, and it just makes me scratch my head, even more so than the reparations he talked about last week. The California legislation is about to convene a special session Monday called by your lovely governor, Gavin Newsom. Uh, yes, it, it is called uh, George and Tammy. Jake Gyllenhaal could have sung the part. Also, I'd like to discuss Yellowstone, but nope. Fuck you, Paramount+. Plus. <laughs> Gavin Newsom announced the special session last week accusing energy firms of price gouging while pointing to record high profits in the industry amid a surge in gasoline prices in the fall. Wait a second. Gasoline companies aren't doing it. I thought Vladimir Putin was the reason why this was happening. Are the Democrats not lining up their lies in a row anymore? Oil industry representatives do not deny the energy firms have seen a huge uh, surge in profits this year. Nobody likes high gas prices. No one wants to hear about companies making a lot of money when things are tough, but it really comes back to the market. So, what the governor is proposing, California, and I want you to listen to this. They're proposing fining companies, oil companies, for doing too well. Once again, once again, they're going to fine companies who are are surpassing what their stockholders hold them at cart for. They're surpassing it. They're outdoing their job. They're not just doing their job. They're doing a bang-up job. And the state wants to fine them for that. Now, I don't know about you, but that doesn't sound very capitalistic to me. This is a conundrum that I run in with my own intellect all the time, especially when it comes to oil companies. And then the capitalist side of me comes and kicks me in the nutsack and says, start thinking with your correct brain, dummy. The conundrum is, is that I sit there and I see the record profits that Exxon has in this quarter. Let's say it's they have the record profits of $12 trillion. Now, I look at that, and I go to myself, why wouldn't they just be happy with, like, $3 trillion? And then you take that other $9 trillion in profits that you have, and you put that back into the system, and you make the gas prices lower, and you do all that kind of stuff. But then I remembered, wait a second. Why would I ever tell Michael Jordan to stop making baskets in a football game or in a basketball game? Why would I ever tell him that? Michael, you've made enough. You don't need to make any more. No, that is definition of communism. 
You're telling businesses you're doing too well. We're going to fucking fine you for it. And to the businesses that are shitting the bed, this is how it works. They take that fine from you, the company that is doing really, really, really well. They take that fine from you, and they take it, and they take their share off the top, of course, whatever the nominal fee is, and then they give it no strings attached. Well, kind of, sort of. Well, we'll see down the road. They give it to a company. They, you know what? Hold on a second. Let me, let me back that up. Oh, of course, there are strings in it. What they do is is it's a, a, a taxable loan that they give people. They just hand them this money. Here, here's for your failing business. Just throw more money at it. Don't improve the quality of your food, your service, whatever it is you fucking do. Just spend more money on advertising and fancy colors and lights. That's the way it works. That's how business is done in communism countries. And soon to be here in America. By the way, it's already happening in America. Just think about it. Same thing is done to taxes here in this country. The richest 1% of this country pay all the taxes for this country. It's true. Look, you, you, you can fight that all you want. You can say they're loopholes this, they're loopholes that. They aren't. The richest 1% pays, I, I say all, it's about 97% of all the taxes that are accrued. They pay everything. And we do our part and we pay our piddly part and whatever. Just... And then they find people like that. That's just, that, that's crazy. Uh, Gavin needs to buy more hammer-wielding gay sex workers for his uncle. All these, quote, profits would be reinvested to explore, but the government won't allow it. Well, I know. I, I understand. But all the Democrats say they don't pay taxes. Let me just say, you're welcome, everyone. <laughs> I, I just and and when I see that it, it just makes me go, why would I ever want to take a business to California? Why would I ever want to do business with California if they're going to punish me for doing too well? If I come up with an invention or a gadget and it takes off and it's revolutionary, they're going to punish me for it? No thanks. Deuces. Let's go to one of those states that's business friendly. I know the South. And I love the fact that um, Hollywood has gone back to producing a bunch of shit in Georgia. Remember a few years ago, they, they tried to pull the plug on all that because Georgia was offering them. Watch movies from about in the last 10 years. I'll say a bunch of them have been filmed in Atlanta. 
and, and, and the outside areas of Georgia due to the fact that they were giving them tremendous discounts to use. And then Hollywood came out and said, wait a second here. Uh, uh, we don't like your new voting policy, so we're going to take all our movies and go. And Georgia's like, bye. And Hollywood's come back. It, it, it is really funny to see. You want to see government ineptness at its finest? How long have we heard about the goddamn real ID? You remember, you're going to have to have that real ID. You got to have it, otherwise you can't fly. You can't fly without a real ID. And the real ID, all it has is like a marking on it. It was, it was a, a quick way for the government to get everybody to get new IDs so they could spy on everybody and get money from them, too. That was another thing. They were low, running low in their coffers. So they had to go get a real ID. And, and, and your old ID, you couldn't get a real ID with just your old ID. I went through this whole thing in Nevada. I had to get a real ID in Nevada, right? And I had a copy of, like, my birth certificate. I had to get, like, the, the registered, all this kind of bullshit copy to, to take in. And then I finally got it, and I got the real ID, and now I've got enough for everything. Or just get a passport. Well, that's what they're wanting you to do, you see. But that's that's down the road. Uh, you need to real ID unless you're a minority voter, right? Well, the real ID, once again, has been delayed. Oh, oh doggone it. Oh, man. To, to, to address the lingering COVID-19 problems, uh, because every DMV shut down, and I don't know if any are still open. I, I know it's hard as shit to get an ID in Texas, or it was. I, I do have my Texas real ID, so I'm good to go for the rest of my life. The The real ID was set up in 2005. 2005, we've been hearing about this as a minimum security standards for state-issued forms of ID, like driver's licenses, Meaning they can have they they're they're privy to everything now. So not not that they weren't before, but they, at least they're not hiding it so much now. Cowboys Joe says I still don't have a real ID. Well, you'll probably have to get one next time you update your license because that's all they pretty much offer anymore, right? I, I I don't know. I don't know. All right, now look. I told y'all I'm following the story. I haven't done a lot on the show, but I'll do a little bit today on the show. Because I am fascinated at this story out of Idaho. I'm just telling you. This story out of Idaho is crazy. It's insane. And uh, police are providing update on victim stalker reference, dog found at crime scene. Um... Let's see. Detectives concluded there was an isolated incident and an ongoing pattern of stalking, and no evidence suggests that two males were involved. Additionally, the dog belonged to a crime scene after the murders did not have any evidence on him before. 
This is what I this is what I don't understand. I, I don't get this. You've got detectives up there, and you've got the FBI up there. You got all these. I, I believe the behavior analysis unit, the BAU, and by the way, new criminal minds on Paramount. Pretty good shit, man. I gotta say, it's not a bad show. Not great. Because it's missing Dr. Spencer Reed. Uh, but the new one, it, it's not bad. But the actual group that profiles serial killers has been on scene in Idaho. And we ain't got shit. Now, I, I don't know what's going on. I, I can tell you what's happening here. Uh, Jen says, I'm going to get my real ID next week. Nice. Uh, you won't want to fly pretty damn soon. Better to get it now than in a crush of people all procrastinating later. I've got mine. The FBI is looking for Trump supporters. Donald, good morning to you, my friend. Arise says, I'm loving new criminalized. Yeah, I think it's been good. I think it's been real, real good. Um... There's a lot of shit that don't add up to me in this case. There's a lot of stuff. You've combed the house like two or three times, taking all the shit, right? One of the daddies came out yesterday and said, my daughter wasn't quite gutted as the other chick was, or vice versa. The parents are the ones that are releasing anything and everything because they want to find out what's going on. And now, two roommates uh, of the slain students break their silence in letters. All right, so what the hell we got now? Um, Two roommates, blah, blah, blah. What'd they say? Roommate Bethany Funk wrote that Morgan would tell her that everything happens for a reason, but really having a hard time with this, whatever. My roommate Dylan said in a letter that the victims lit up any room. That's not the letters I want. Moscow police have had to walk back conflicting statements and dispel internet rumors, insisting it was a targeted attack. So let's see. They're combining the house. They're combing the house like space balls comb the desert. This is such a bad story. This is such an awful story. And I remember when it came out, like we we. We, we we read that there was so much blood it was oozing through the walls. That's a lot of blood. That's like Johnny Depp level blood in, in, in Nightmare on Elm Street 1. Look it up. I think we need to pay a little bit more attention to the roommates that were quote unquote locked down in the in the basement. That, that that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying is that I think that, that something something don't it, the smell test once again. You have four grisly crime scenes right above you. Not a peep. It's hard for me to believe, and I know they're in the basement and all that, but if you're stabbing a girl to death or girls, 
they're probably going to scream. And then you put in a third girl and another dude. The dude's not going to fight back? How come we ain't hearing more about the dude? Um, I just don't understand why they're so tight-lipped. Like, come on, it's 2022. We're not stupid. There's no way this kind of murder could happen without DNA left behind. Is the crime scene of the A-team or the B-squad? Like, this deserves the best investigators, and they have deserved more information. Well, i tell you what we should do. This is what we should do. I'm telling you right now. First group I'm sending there, I, I, the FBI, I got Dr. Spencer Reed there for sure. But you know who else is going to be there? That's right. I'm sending Stabler in the broad. Special victims unit on the way. Maybe, maybe I'll send, you know what, to, to manage like the, the media and stuff, I'll send uh, Sheriff Roscoe P. Coltrane. We'll have uh, Sheriff Buford T. Pu- uh, Buford T. Uh, Justice. He'll be uh, rolling up and down the highways. Buford Pusser is going to be handing out the, the discipline for this. Oh, I got some I got some all-star lawmen on this shit. Chuck Norris, you goddamn right, Walker, Texas Rangers up there. You you better hope that Walker, Texas Ranger don't find you. TJ Hooker's driving around town asking questions. Mm-hmm. Detective Kojak's on the scene saying, who loves you, baby? Eating a lollipop. If you're if you're not, you know, old enough to get that reference, and you're going to have to Google Kojak, K-O-J-A-K, Kojak. Yeah, good show. Telly Savalas. Fine Greek actor. Look him up. Ponch and John have the freeway covered. You're goddamn right they do. We got Hondo and the SWAT team waiting, and I'm talking about original Hondo, not Sam Jackson Hondo. Even though I like Sam Jackson Hondo, we're going with the regular Hondo from SWAT. How about Beulah Ball bringing the gym teacher in Porky's? The big boss man is patrolling the streets. Like, we're wearing a neoprene suit like they worked in a nuclear lab. Yep. Hell, yeah, even got the T-1000 from Terminator 2. Jack Bauer's telling everybody, get down! Columbo's there. He's not doing, he's doing the question. It's a shit show. Amen to that. Man, oh, man. Yeah, this is, you know, this is something. And I tell you what, you know, if if these killers have gone up into the mountains, then what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to summon the, the spirit of Wyatt Earp and the Earp brothers. Probably get Doc Holliday up there. Mm-hmm. 
What space? I I've done that before. I uh, I've done that Google thing, and it's some kind of goofy movie or some some goofy thing. Hold on a second. Let's see. Uh, Google. I've done the space movie, nineteen ninety two. Space movie. Uh, oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do that one. Thank you, Derek. I appreciate that one. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and let everybody find that one on their own. Whoops, a daisy. That was that one's a that one's a, a humdinger. If it's in the mountains, get John Rambo. Damn right I will. Damn right I will. All right, phone number 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can write the show. Now, yeah, that's what I'll do. Um, after the next break, we have brand new Metallica. Brand new Metallica. But in the first break, look here. This is what George Jones sounds like. Imagine a world where no music was playing. Then think of a church with nobody praying. If you've ever looked up at a sky with no blue, then you've seen a picture of me. Stood by a river when nothing was flowing. If you seen a red rose unkissed by the dew, then you've seen a picture of me. Time. 
As the years went slowly by She still preyed upon his mind He kept her picture on his wall Went half crazy now and then But he still loved her through it all Hoping she'd come back again Kept some letters by his bed Late in 1962 He had underlined in red Every single I love I went to see him just today Oh, but I didn't see no tears All dressed up to go away First time I'd seen him smile in years He stopped loving her today A place to reef upon his door And soon they'll carry him away He stopped loving her today You know, she came to see him one last time Oh, and we all wondered if she would And it kept running through my mind This time, he's over her for good He stopped loving her today It plays to reef upon his door Soon they'll carry him away He stopped loving her today
Johnny State Show. Hiya, lame asses. We're having a nice time. Call 775-357-FANS. Wow. Wow, there you go. Quite the, uh, the, 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 the move from George Jones to New Metallica. New Metallica, I, I really don't like this bed. Now I know why I took that one out. Um, new Metallica album coming out in April. It's going to be called um, uh, 72 Seasons. That is the first release from it called Lux Eterna. I don't know much about the album. I don't know what, what's going on with it. Uh, they produced it down in their uh, their 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 recording studio in San Rafael or wherever they are. Um, got track list. Nobody cares about what the track lists are unless you hear the fucking songs. I had a boss one time read the track list of Load. Yes, I'm so old that I remember when the Load album was coming out. Finally, a new metal song that doesn't have to detune so low it muddles with the bass and is one big blur. That's why I hate modern metal. It's all shit. I look that to me right there. That's that, that right there is just classic Metallica. I mean, look here. You're still going to have the anthems that Metallica plays. And, and and those aren't going anywhere. These are the new songs. And if you don't like them, then hey, no big deal. You can still like old Metallica, but if you go see them in concert, get ready because this two-year tour they're about to embark on is going to have a lot of new shit in there. So all you people that hate Metallica for when they cut their hair and then when they put out the shitty Reload album... We'll see you at the show because I know you're going to be there because you're not going to miss Metallica. Uh, all right, so there you go. That, that's our update right there. Now it is time for listener mail, which we like to do here at ArnieRadio.com. What you do is you write ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com, and I will respond to your letters. As most of you know, I will respond on the air. Sometimes I'll write you back off the air. If, if, if it's a personal matter, I'm happy to do that. By the way, this is all sponsored by our dear friends at JS Floors, the best flooring stores in the West. Oh, my God, the rest, I, you know, look, look. Sometimes you like to take it away from the workplace to find out the individuals that you're working with here. Well, let me tell you, we found out about the rest. The rest... What they like to do is they like to sneak in and photograph elderly people using the restroom. And then they take those pictures and they sell them to Middle Eastern tyrants, if you will, in exchange for camel pornography and meth. Do you know who doesn't watch camel pornography? My friend Jesse, he doesn't. No, he doesn't have time to watch camel pornography. He's a family man. He's a man you could rely on. He's in a band, for Christ's sake. And he puts in the best floors known to mankind. So give him a call at 775-267-4123. There you go. 
Uh, I love that new song. It's like old school Metallica. All right, good. Agree uh, so much with Ogre. Speed drums all around. Um, the rest agree with Kanye. <laughs> the rest engage in cryptocurrency laundering for the DNC. That's all you need to know. The rest want to sniff Biden's fingers after he sniffs the adolescent's hair. <laughs> All right, first one out the gate. Here we go. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, hey, Arnie. This is from loyal fan Michael. It says, hey, Arnie. Been a fan of yours for nearly 20 years, and like most people, I was upset about what happened at the other show. I found your new show randomly when I was unsubscribing from podcasts, and your show showed up in the recommended podcast section. I immediately subscribed and have been listening ever since. You sound so much happier, probably a combination of being back in Texas and having the freedom to not be censored and talk about the topics you want. The format really suits you, and I love the combination of music and unfiltered goodness. Best of luck to you going forward, and you have a listener until you decide to retire or have a massive stroke and become John Fetterman. (laughs) That's the best ending ever to a letter, that I end up like John Fetterman. Oh, my God, that would be the absolute worst. I I do support fracking, and... I don't, I don't, I support fracking, and I stand, and I do support fracking. The Eagles are so much better than the Eagles. Jesus Christ. Boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. Thank you, Senator. <laughs> I mean, Pennsylvania. Why? Why? How bad, how bad do you want to see him at one of these fancy hullabaloo DNC fundraisers? And he just saddles up to a table and says, How much for the little girl? I, I want to buy your women, the little girl, your daughters. Sell them to me. Sell me your children. I run on Roe v. Wade. I uh, celebrates the demise of Roe v. Wade. That poor fucking guy. Um, Michael, I, I'm so happy that you have found the show. Uh, I hear that a lot, what you say about the other show that I was on. And all I got to say is that I have never, ever been this happy broadcasting. Uh, I, yes, a combination of my life is great. I do live back in my home state of Texas. I'm, I've never been happier here, but everything in my life is great right now. And, uh, you know, that's why I sound so good. Uh, but... You know, the world is still a shithole, and somebody's got to tell you about it, so why not it be me? Why not it? Why not it be me? That's about the worst English I've ever used. <laughs> why not about it be me? Hey, but David, <laughs> am I am I am I that one weird character in Fat Albert, that mushmouth? I didn't really find Metallica until they cut their hair. The horny 20-something in me immediately became a fan and drove dove deep into the Metallica. I still don't like Load, but I used to be able to do pretty good headbanging to the uh, one in the car. Yeah, to one in the car. 
I, I too, was late to the Metallica bandwagon. I, I love them. I, I think that I've seen them probably. The only only person I've seen more than I've seen Metallica is George Strait. You sound like you got a little bayou and you say it that way. <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. Your out has declared she doesn't like a load. Yeah, but, uh. Michael, I'm so happy that you found the show, and I'm happy that you are a part of the Ass Family. We welcome you here. I, I, I mean, I, I played this earlier this morning, and, and when I found this, I was like, "Yeah, this is the way I feel." I mean, I mean, this is the true way I feel. I live and die and breathe each day of my life for this business. I really do. We are a family. We are, and we are the best. That, that, that's true. Look. I'll say this. I've always had the most loyal fans from when I was on the other show in the morning. And we gave them terrible names. And that's why I came up with the ass family for us, because I didn't want to give you bad names. I, when I was with Dog Shit and Jerk Off, I had a lot of fans there, too, a lot of new fans. Went back to Reno. Sports fans, they loved it. They they found me again. I was back. And then I started this show. And I will say this right now. The Ass Family is the most ferocious, the most loyal group of fans I've ever had. And I would not trade them ever for anything. You guys are awesome. And, and the thing is, is you guys get it. You guys get it. Mm-mm-mm. I'm pretty sure she does, though. She sounds like a freak like me. There you go. All right. Uh, all right, next one here. Let's let us let us move on in the mail, shall we? Uh, let's see. Let's go back to mail. And we'll go. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Um, this is from Vince. Ogre says, thanks for not referring to your fans as fly larvae. I fucking hated that. Yeah. I'm just saying a true testament to how loyal we are to you. Uh, some of us follow you to ESPN talk radio and got fucking excited to hear you do college football. Yeah. I, I, I have the fiercest, most ferocious fans in the world. And they aren't fans. We're family, baby. This is the ass show. This is the the Arnie State show, and you guys are the ass family. So, uh, let's see. Um, Dear Arnie, is the whole thing Kanye doing uh, for real, or is this just some sort of art act? Hmm. What happened to his church? Do you think he could still sell out a show? That's from Vince. Um, he, she left the show, but I bet they're still terrible. Yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. The ass family is better than, uh, the ass family. Yes. Um, is the Kanye thing, I, if the Kanye thing is an act, he's taking it too far. I, I can't think it's an act. In a way, I do believe that Kanye has has 
I don't know if this is because he was medicated or what, if I want to play into all these kind of weird things, or if he's just kind of fucking nuts. Look, man, there are people that are born and they're not right in the head. They, they've been touched. That, that's how we say it in the South. They've been touched. Those, those, children, are, those children are touched. Uh-huh. Queen Tard left the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from what I understand, she, the, the, the Queen thing left, yeah. Um, I don't know if Kanye honestly knows they, that this is the thing. I, do I think he could sell? Yes, I think he could sell out a show. Who wouldn't want to go see him fucking get behind a microphone? You, you have no idea. And, and the reason being is it's something that they rely on in the wrestling industry is that do you know what sells shit that's never been done before? We've never seen a celebrity come off the hinges like this. He, I, I honestly think if Kanye said he was doing a show at the Rose Bowl, he could sell it out. Make sure Ticketmaster has nothing to do with the tickets because then that'll be a fucking, you know. Because he hasn't been can't like this is the weird thing about it is for somebody to make all these statements and we still hear from him. I don't need to prove my loyalty to Arnie. He knows that my very good friends and friends with a member of the other show and that we have never discussed the other show or Arnie's show. We don't do that, nor would we ever. We're grown adults. My friendship with my good friend is private. My friendship with Arnie is private. Not in a weird way. Get your minds out. No, absolutely. Hey, man, I'm in a world to to just do my thing. I I can't worry about what other shows are doing. I let them worry about what I'm doing. When shows are afraid of me, that's what I like. I'm not worried about what anybody says about me. I've had so much bad shit said about me, and nobody has to uh, prove any kind of loyal to me at all, whatsoever. I'm loyal to y'all. I come in to do the show for y'all. Um, I'm not loyal to Arnie. Oh, I know. I no, not at all. Not whatsoever. But I, like I said, I hey, more power to him. Do, do I enjoy watching other shows fail? Yes. Yeah, it's, look, there's something wrong with me. I, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it right now. I, I, there is something wrong with me. I like watching people fail. I like watching kids get hurt. Not like, you know, fucking terribly hurt, like beheaded or anything like that. But like when kids fall down off bikes and things like that, I can watch that shit all day long. I got there's something twisted in me, and when especially when somebody has, in my opinion, done me wrong, and then I see them fall flat on their fucking face. Oh, I can't measure the amount of joy I get from that. No beheadings, thank you. Yeah, yeah, appreciate that. No beheadings, kid beheadings, bad. Um, but as far as Kanye. He could sell out a show, but I, I don't think it would be 
it would all be people just to see, be there to see what he does next. That's what Kanye is now. What is he doing next? And you can't cancel that guy. Yet. I don't know what it'll take. If he has to put his hands on a woman, hits one of his kids. I mean, shit he's said has been pretty fucking bad. But we'll see. Well, I, I mean, look, and, and, and I don't like when people are canceled. Somebody tried to throw it in Elon Musk's face, and they did. In, in a way, it has me kind of <sighs> that they banned Kanye from Twitter again because he put up some, I, I guess he put up his swastika inside the Star of David logo for his presidential campaign. Somebody said, wow, really, really about the First Amendment, huh? So how far do we go? I mean, do you let him put up anti-Semitic remarks on Twitter? It is protected under free speech. It's an interesting conversation. Or is that the one, is that the symbol that we all should know better? Is this the... Is this the dumbing down of things like we do with the N-word? If you've listened to this show, you know law you you know I, I I'm done having the conversation on the N-word. But it sure seems to me that this is the exact same thing as that. I understand why people giving him a platform, why people have him on shows doing interview panels. Why not just let him be and ignore him? He won't eventually fade away as irrelevant. Well, right now he's a ratings gatherer because, once again, you don't know what he's going to say. And... Here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is, a, this is a really, really interesting question about Kanye West. You know where I'd like to see Kanye West end up next is on one-on-one with Charlemagne the God. Charlemagne the God does a, a syndicated radio show um, called The Breakfast Club, or it used to be called that. I don't know if he's on his own now or whatever. Um, but he's he's like the... I don't want to say he's the black version of Arnie, but, you know, he stole the whole God thing from me because Arnie was God. That was, you know, 20 years ago. So, um, but he doesn't hold back. He held back with Joe Biden. He was the guy who was interviewing Joe Biden when Joe Biden said, well, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. And he really held back there. And I I don't think he would hold back with Kanye. That's what I'd like to see. I'd like to see a one-on-one to see if this is real or not. Or if this is all just a big work. If Kanye thinks he's the next Andy Kaufman. Um, I say let him do it. Uh, Let all these idiot with stupid viewpoints express them so we can see how retarded and unspecial they are. Once again, you would let the market decide. We'll see. Uh, I mean, every day is new with Kanye, so that, that that's the best part. 
All right, let's move on, shall we? Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Barney, I too am confused about this whole Idaho story. Do you think that all the detectives carry bullets in their shirt pockets? How is there not a suspect yet? That's from Angela. By the way, that is such a fantastic reference. I I, I mean... Golly! <laughs> that's a reference to Barney Fife with a fucking... You see all these Idaho guys walking around, and I'm not trying to make fun of them here. Look, man, I can't imagine how awful this story is and how awful it is to have walked through, like, guts and shit like that of pretty much 20-year-olds that were just finding their way in life, that's got to be just fucking messing with your head. But I got to say, I don't know how there's not a suspect yet. I really don't. Now, I heard something the other day is that they do have somebody, but what they're hoping is that the person that they're, they've identified as the threat messes up and goes and visits a knife because they don't have the knife anymore and all this kind of stuff. And, and I thought to myself, okay, but if it's out there and we're hearing about it, then that person knows that they've got somebody in mind. And if he is the killer and he's in mind and he goes back and sees the knife, well, then they're going to catch him. So how about I'm not going to go visit the knife ever again? Or I've gotten rid of the knife in the bottom of a lake. So many questions to ask here. So many. I'm just looking forward to the movie. This is going to be one hell of a lifetime. I, maybe maybe it's a learning channel movie. I don't know. Maybe this one be a, a bit too bloody for lifetime. Put Alec Baldwin on the case. That murderer will be shot dead by accident. Is the lead detective in this case fucking Mark Furman? I mean, it's up in Idaho. Shit, next we're going to hear OJ's going to start looking for the killers. All right. <laughs> Let's move on. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, I saw a clip of things that made 2022. What do you think the big moments of the year are so far? Hmm. Definitely not a Hallmark channel unless you add a bit of Christmas theme. Well, they can't do it now. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it would have to be a Christmas theme for that. For now, especially on the Hallmark channel. You have to put some kind of, yeah, it could be on OWN. Ooh, that's not bad. Killing white folks on OWN, that would be, that. I think that's right up their alley. <laughs> that was wrong. I apologize. That was mean. I, I did that just for comedy. Uh, big moments of the year. I'll I, I tell you, the first moment I think of over the year is the slap. What else we got? What other moments do we have this year? 2022. What were the big moments of the year? 
Was this the was this when uh the the big penis launched? Was that in 2022? Vince McMahon retiring. That's a great one. I like that one. That is a big one. Um, what would other ones be? I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna put the all the space shit, space shit. You know Jeff Bezos getting off with his cowboy hat. Ukraine. All right, yeah, I'll put Ukraine down. Paul Pelosi and his boyfriend, Betty White, saying, fuck you, I'm out. That was, you know what? No, she can't be a part of 2022. She died in 2021. Fuck that old bitch. Paul Pelosi. I think that is going to turn into quite the story of 2023. Elon, Twitter and Elon. Twitter, Elon, okay, yeah. How bad is it that nobody's thinking any sports yet? Like the Rams winning the Super Bowl? Phillies winning the World Series? Or no, the Phillies didn't win. Did the Astros won? Shit. Queen taking her final nap. Oh, the Queen. Oh, yes. You got to put that one in there. Do Do we talk about the Markles? I, I think, I mean, I, the, the Markle's got to come into play here. Well, I tell you what, I cannot wait until next week when that's the first part of their series launches on Netflix. Um, the release of the Epstein names, oh, wait, that still hasn't happened. But I think that's a big part of it there, the whole Ghislaine trial. I mean, that was a big one. The crypto scam. That's a good call. Tom Brady divorce. Is is that still under? That one's not that big. I mean, it's big, but it's not really. (laughs) Any cool disasters this year? We didn't really have any... uh, the exploding unit from the boys. The, uh, look, look, I, I have to say that I do want to have a... I, there's one day I just want to sit down and I want to do a show where we talk about the greatest kills in movie and TV history. And I have to say that the exploding penis on the boys is to me the finest kill scene I've ever seen. The imagination, the creativity with that, and just the, just the, 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 the whole thing of it was so genius. I mean, I put up there, I put it up there as the top, and I mean, above things like the, the cool baseball scene in, in Glorious Bastards. But like I said, I'd like to sit down one day and do that show. The greatest kill scenes in movies. Hmm. Christopher, I don't know. Is Christopher listening? Is Christopher out there? 
Because I'd like to see. Okay, I see he's logged in. I don't know if he. Um, maybe one of the days, Chris, I don't know when you go on break. Maybe if you have a day, you could call in and we could do an hour or so on that. Uh, but man, oh man, yes, I like that. The rise and fall of the island boys. That scene in the boys, I'm still having nightmares. Yikes! Oh yeah, it is. It, it's so. It's so fantastic. Jimmy G might come back. The foot, the fracture's not as bad. That's good. Nope, it's over. They're looking for other things like the future next year. Um, Daniel Sun's big fight with Terry Silver at the JoJo. That was the highlight of my year. That was pretty fantastic. Now, these are pretty good. These, I mean, I don't know if they were in the clip show because all the person is, I saw a clip, didn't say what it contained. Appreciate that, Heather. Um, I, I, I hope that was entertaining us going through 2022 and, and trying to figure this shit out. Didn't we have Olympics this year? Dude, nobody said anything about, oh, was this year what's-her-name quit? Or was that, was that two years ago? I don't know. Simone Boyles? I don't know. Seemed like a good year. Somebody wrote the unraveling of the woke. It's only kind of started. I, I think that one, too, will be another one that we see in 2023. As the further unraveling. The unhinging of the woke. That's what I'd like to see. Um. All right, here we go. Don't move. Stay where you are. What's it's up, time for mail call. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. What the Oh, um, Gold says Russian prison or Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner. Oh, absolutely. Because now we have celebrities coming out and saying, this is just too long. She shouldn't be there. Shut up. Uh, this is from Chris Arnie. <clears throat> that was 2021. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that, Jen. Um, I was just wondering how you think Dion is going to do as the new head coach of Suck Dick Colorado. I did not realize that they had changed their names while hiring Dion Sanders. Uh, do you think he stays there for a while? And that's from Chris. Now, we talked a little bit about this yesterday, and I had a dilemma. And then I watched another video and, and learned some things and read some things. When Deion Sanders went to Jackson State, it was in his contract that half of his salary goes back to the football program to get them better facilities. He also worked out a deal with Walmart and produced a money-making idea to get Walmart involved with Jackson State. He went to his friend Michael Strahan and said, hey, uh, you're in the clothing business now, so can my guys not look like you know garbage? Can you donate some of your clothes? And he did. And then he went to Under Armour, and they pretty much gave him $3 million worth of team uniform stuff, meaning they were outfitted in new stuff every single week. Dion did all that. 
And a lot of these people are getting mad because Dion now has left to go to Colorado. Um, and he's taking his son, Shador. He's already announced Shador is the starting quarterback. And rightfully so. Shador is going to probably win the the conference player of the year in the SWAC. And people want to call out Dion from leaving them. He left that place a lot better than it was before. I will say that right now. And I am a big fan of Deion Sanders. And let me just tell you right now, you can call it Suck Dick Colorado all you want. There was a time that football program was legit. And I will say this right now. If anybody could resurrect that program, I think it could be Coach Prime. Now that he doesn't have all of the, and and this is the sad part of it all. He's at a Power 5 school, meaning he will no longer be handcuffed by the restrictions of being in a small school and an uh, historically all-black university as well. To see what he did with Jackson State, a team that barely had a fucking functioning football program. And Colorado is the same way. Colorado sucks. But with Deion Sanders there and him getting all the four- and five-star recruits that he wants now because they play in the Pac-12, which means that's on TV because they play against USC. And by the way, the Heisman list is horseshit. They, fuck the Heisman list. Well, I'll talk about this with Joe. There is only one candidate on that list that is worthy, and that's the, the quarterback from TCU. They didn't invite B. John Robinson, really? The best player in college football. That's who they give the Heisman to. It doesn't have to be on the winningest team. You guys are going to hand it out. So if, if the kid from TCU doesn't get the Heisman, it's bullshit. Is Deion Sanders primetime? The guy who gave himself a nickname? I don't think he really gave himself a nickname. I mean, Deion was primetime. 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 I mean, you look at it, decent baseball player. Two-sport guy, played for the Yankees first. Then he went to the Braves, played in a couple more places. Um, great football player. I, 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 Coach Prime is the man. I think, they, I think that he is uh, going to do really well at Colorado. And I think he has his eyes set on a certain university. And I don't think it's Florida State. Even though that's his alma mater, he went to Florida State. I think he wants a big job that that is in the SEC. That's all I'll say. Uh, the Heisman Award this year is horseshit. No B. John Robinson, no Blake Corum. These quarterbacks will go to the NFL and do jack shit like every other one, like Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield. Oh, agreed. Completely agreed, Ogre. You're absolutely right. Those two guys are the two best running backs in the game right now, and they're the two best players. And the one kid's at Michigan. If you want to hand it to somebody, hand it to the fucking kid from Michigan. Blake Corum. Kid's been a fucking stud this year. If you don't want to hand it to Bijan because the Longhorns record, I understand. 
I don't understand that kid getting left out of the discussion. That's bullshit. Uh, he did give himself the nickname, insisted others call him that because he knew he was going to make it. He wasn't going to settle for anything less. Being primed ham was interesting. Okay. I love the man. I, I, I think he's a good dude. I think he's good for uh, the development of younger athletes growing up and, and the, the lessons that he has to pass on. Good for him. And he says he never wants to be a pro coach. He doesn't have anything to teach them. That, I, that's a very interesting guy. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie. I know you said you didn't really watch 1833 because you didn't like Tim McGraw but, or Faith Hill. To get it right. I, I don't like either one of them. Uh, now, does that mean since you like Harrison Ford, you'll be checking out 1923 or 33 or whatever the damn new Taylor Sheridan show is? Uh, the answer to that is, duh. I, I, I mean, uh, Harrison Ford's in it. and Duh. Yeah, I, I'm going to watch that. I'm going to try it out. I'm not going to say I, 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 I love it. I'm going to try it out, sure. Um, I might go back and watch 1833. I don't know. I probably won't, though, because my disdain for Tim McGraw and Faith Hill is just too strong. Harrison Ford and what, Helen Mirren are in this and set in Fort Worth, and they're going, I don't know. I, look, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, sure. I'm going to watch all the Taylor Sheridan shows because his shows are good, man. Eighteen eighty three was badass, and thanks for the recommendation of Tulsa King. Awesome show, good. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, I like I like Tulsa King, and it has been picked up for a second season, so I'm very excited about that. Was I, oh man, I had a dilemma the other day. I was like, I thought of this, and there's no really good way to do a, a Mount Rushmore. This, uh, yes, dear. We're not watching that stupid show because one, Tim McGraw is not hot in that one. And the other one was we were trying to watch it. They didn't even edit it correctly. Remember, he had a beard one scene and the next scene, you know, it was the next day and then it it was shaven and the next day it was there again. We can't get over stupid shit like that. Yeah, yeah, we can't move on from that. So, yeah, we're not, we'll we'll try out the new one. We haven't tried the new one yet. No, we'll try the new one. But if it's stupid shit like that, we can't. We have a higher standard. Yeah, total higher standard. Total higher standard. Okay, goodbye. Bye. Um, Sicario movies are awesome, too. I did like the Sicario movie. I liked the Sicario 1 better than I did 2, but the ending of 2 was really good and kind of saved the movie. Um, Arnie just got Showtime and started watching Ray Donovan. Holy shit, yeah. That's my dilemma. What would happen if Ray Donovan had to face off against Rip Wheeler? I, I, I mean, that, that would be the greatest knockdown, dragout fight of all time. And I wouldn't know who to root for. I, I, I mean, honestly, I, 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 I think that if they ever teamed together, oh, my God, they would be indestructible. 
They'd be like they'd be like the the movie version of the the Steiner brothers. If the Steiner brothers and the Road Warriors had sex and they had offspring, and their offspring turned into tag team champions, that's what it would be: Rip Wheeler versus Ray Donovan. You're Cowboy fans, so your standards aren't that high. Very true. Very true. Yes, yes, a higher standard like wrestling. Yes, uh, of course. Uh, but yes, I'll be I'll be checking this one out. I, I love Harrison Ford, so yes, I, I I'm looking forward to seeing that show there. Um, all right. Hey, listen up! It's time for mail call. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? See, uh, I think Rip would win. He's more rough and doesn't give a fuck. Ray Donovan doesn't either. I mean, if you push Ray Donovan, the, the later seasons you get to Ray Donovan, I'm telling you right, I, I don't know where you are, but if you just started it, yeah, he's weighed down my family. Go, it. Just wait until you progress in the series and see where he ends. And I want that Ray Donovan against Rip Wheeler. Oh, that'd be a fight. I'd rather see Rip knock his mouthy wife out. Now, 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 straight fire, I'm glad to see you here. What was it that she did that jumped the shark the other day? I didn't, I didn't understand your reference. I thought it was genius scene. Uh, both Rip and Ray couldn't hold the job strap of Louis De Palma from Taxi. <laughs> as long as Elaine Nardo was around. Um, all right, all right, all right. Ah. Now, let's get back to this letter. Says, Arnie, do you think this new trend of men wearing skirts, and no, I don't mean kilts, is going to be starting a new trend in school? And will it be wrong for me to tell my son not to wear a skirt to school? That is from Gary. I've seen this. They're not kilts. I would never, ever tell a, a, a man who's wearing a kilt, I would never, ever refer to it as a skirt. But what some men are now wearing, and, and I, I'm challenged to call them men, they're actually wearing skirts. Real-life skirts. Um... Arnie, it's completely uh, trading headshots for half an hour in front of your family at the governor's home. Oh, that was awesome, though. But see, that was like, you know what that was like? I, Because I, I, we're, we're trying not to ruin it for too many people because there's some people still ain't seen it. It was like when um, Lloyd and Wheeler got into it in, in, in the rodeo arena, in the arena area. I love that scene. I thought that scene was great. Wait, his son wants to wear a skirt to school? No. No. There is a new trend. And this is a trend I see going around. I see magazine articles and I see fashion stuff. And there are guys that are wearing skirts. Um, I, I'm going to tell you what my dad told me. I was 18 years old. I still lived at home. I was taking care of my mom. She, her health was starting to deteriorate. She was about a year away from having her stroke. 
and I had to take her to work and do all kinds of stuff, pick her up, make sure all this kind of stuff. But uh, I'll never forget, I was working at Dr. Pepper at the time. This is summer. And I went to Townie Small with a friend of mine that I worked with. And I decided that night I was going to pierce my left ear. Because back then, back in 1990, it was cool to have one earring. And it was your left ear if you weren't gay. I know. Looking back on all that stuff is so bad. So we went to, uh, I didn't know about tattoo shops and shit like that. I I was just 18. I'd barely gotten my first tattoo. So we went to, you know, fucking rings and things or, or Claire's. And they pierced my gu- my ear with the gun. I didn't want a stud in my earring. I did not like the stud look. I thought it looked... It was just stupid. I, lo- I thought it was like a baby look. So I wanted to put a hoop in there. My friend had a gold hoop. He was new. He, he let me have it. I think he let me have it so I would, like, not tell that he was stealing stuff from Dr. Pepper's. I don't remember what it was, but he gave this to me, right? So we go to the bathroom at Town East Mall, and I take the stud out as fast as I can and try to put the fucking hoop in. We get the hoop about three-quarters of the way in because it closes up quick, and we just jam it the rest of the way. So I start bleeding again. I'm rubbing all kinds of shit on there, and I get home. I never get home. I saw. I, I'll never forget. I got home. My mom was waiting up. She goes, "Hey, how you doing?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm good. I'm good." And she goes, "Oh, I can see that." And I'm like, "Okay." She goes, uh, "You better go tell your father." I was like, "Man, I really don't want to go tell my father this." So I never forget. I walked in his bedroom. He was asleep, and I said, uh, "Hey, Dad. Hey. Oh, hey, uh, hey, are what are you? Well, I said, uh, I got my ear pierced tonight. <laughs> and he just looks at me and goes, for Christ's sake. Well, if you ever want to go to a Ranger game with me again, you got to take that out because I don't take my daughters to baseball games. And he just rolled over and went to sleep. We were going to a game like the, the next Monday. And I was like, well, all right, well... <laughs> I and, and I took the earring out right then and there. Your dad wouldn't bother with being sneaky like when Theo got his ear pierced. Oh, when he, when he said, yeah, yeah, well, I don't take my daughters. When he called me his daughter, I was like, all right, taking that shit out. Took it out, didn't talk about it again until a few years later when I was doing rock radio and got my ears pierced. Then he didn't give a shit, so. At least he didn't throw a shoe at you. And it's just keep on coming with the elder statesman. What a great story. Uh, only thank you for sharing that. Oh, I love that. That one's that one. That one's one of his gems. When he called me his daughter. Uh, okay, you win, Dad. You got me, pal. Um, but as far as, look. I would say something like that to my son if my son came to me and said he wanted to wear a skirt to school. Now, if my son came to me and said he wanted to wear a kilt to school, I would inform him, hey, look, 
They're going to be people that don't understand this. They're going to think it's one thing and it's not, and you're going to get a lot of shit for it. With a skirt, it, I, I'm going to say either, no, you can't wear that to school, or you're going to get a lot of shit from it, including from me. What time do you want your fucking princess pony party today? I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you. And, and I, I will tell you this right now. I'd probably be talked to by the authorities because I didn't let them, my kid wear a skirt. No, you're a boy. Look, you want to wear skirts and shit at 18? You go right ahead. Do whatever the fuck you want at 18. But not on my watch. I'm still your parent. Okay? If you buy your kilt at Hot Topic, it's a skirt. <laughs> if he was a daughter, then Jerry would turn off the power when he was in the bathroom. Yeah, he, he did that to my sisters. He turned off the electricity. He turned off the water. My sister Patty would throw these terrible temper, temper tantrums when she was a kid. And uh, I'll never forget, Grandma used to tell me this all the time. Grandma used to think it was funny. But Grandma used to also think it was funny and used to rub in my nose all the time that I stuck a bobby pin in a fucking wall socket as a kid. That explains a lot about me. But, uh, like, if my sister Patty was having a temper tantrum, my dad would get a bucket of water, fill up a bucket, a five-gallon bucket, and then dump it on her. She'd stop crying. <laughs> she stopped crying. Hey, that's all he cared about. He wanted to stop. So as far as my son wanting to wear a, a skirt to school, I would I would definitely say no. And it's my right as a parent to say no. And if you want to come after that right, then come on. Then what I'll do is I'll take my kid out of your school and I'll homeschool him where I will have a very strict dress code of no skirts or dresses for my son. All right, last one here. Here we go. Let's do it, shall we? Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Dear Arnie, I know how much uh, you love to make up games and play them, especially on the show, like, like I did with the Rip Wheeler versus Ray Donovan thing. Okay, yeah. So I have one for you. If you could put one reality star into a wood chipper feet first... Who would it be and why? Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is this is more than just a, a, a wacky game. Oh, man. Where do I start? I mean, let, 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 let's wheel down some, some obvious choices, shall we? Um... Of the Kardashians, most of them will not end up going into the final heat. But I'd put Kim in there. Kim is is a celebrity worth talking about throwing into a wood chipper feet first. Oh, man, that'd be awesome. Um, Joy Behar from The View, not bad. Not bad. Meghan Markle, Olivia Wilde, Kathy Griffin, Jake Gyllenhaal. Don't forget Maggie Gyllenhaal. All wonderful choices. 
I, I think Meghan Markle would be definitely on the Kim K list. Olivia Wilde, not quite there yet. I mean, I don't don't get me wrong. These are people I wouldn't mind throwing into wood chippers. The View. I have an interesting story about The View coming up in the next segment. We'll start the segment with it. Um, man. So I've got Kim K and Meghan Markle so far. Boy, you know what? I mean, see, here's another group of super, and, and this one, this time it's dudes. Between Bill Gates, I don't necessarily. I I don't want to throw Elon in there yet. I I I'm not that much on the hating of Bill Gates. So yeah, Bill Gates, George Clooney. Hmm. The, the view should be human centipeded for a week and then placed into a wood chipper. They already probably do that behind the scenes. Fauci, oh. Mm. Fauci, that, that, that's definitely a name that goes in there. And I think, honestly, that's about as political as I want to get with the list. At least let Clooney do anal one last time before being wood chipped. It's a mall. It's a mall. See, Bill Gates and Mark Zuckerberg. See, it's almost too good for them to go into a wood chipper. Don't throw ye in there. No. I, boy, oh, man. Um, reality stars, celebrities, just. If I could only throw one in. Hmm. It's a toss-up. It, it it really is, and 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 I'm having I'm having a hard time with that. That this is one of these tough questions that that I don't like getting because I really don't have an answer. Uh, Battleborn says, uh, "Throw Adele in too." Oh God, damn it! Damn it to hell. Hello, it's me. I know. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet. No, I, 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 I don't have any desire to meet you anytime soon. Um, if only one Zuckerberg, I'm throwing in Kathleen Kennedy. She totally fucking ruined George Lucas's former intellectual property. After that, Tiki Wakuti for ruining Thor. If I got to throw one person in a wood chipper feet first and I get to enjoy listening to it, and it's not someone personal to me, because, oh, I can, I think of uh, two people. 
I need an extra big hole for one of those people. Oh, man. And it, it it's down to two people you wouldn't believe. It's down to... Uh, you know what? No, this way, I, I'm just going to say it right now. Here we go. The person I would like to see thrown in a wood chipper feet first is... <laughs> Meghan Markle. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to have to, uh, for, for uh, not Rob Kardashian, not this time. Uh, personal one, yeah. Um, I, I got to go with Meghan Markle. I, I would get so much pleasure out of watching her that way, because I, I can't stand her. I... I, I, I And the fakeness around her of all these giant celebrities that are her best friends now, even though they didn't know who the fuck she was seven years ago. But there you go. Uh, All right, that is going to do it for Listener Mail. You can write me anytime you'd like at arnieradio1 at gmail.com. I read them whenever I got them. Uh, Phone number 775-357-FANS, arnieradio1 at gmail.com.
an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Um, I just got this story. It was sent. Um, oh, man, this, this this really does bum me out here. Um, how can I find this? Um, oh, genre instrumental. Hold on a second here. Mm-hmm. H. I don't know if I'm going to be able to find them or not, but 
Let's do this. Let's play a, a tribute to the man himself. Um, sad day to report today. Uh, Mills Lane. A lot of people knew him as uh, the boxing referee who then became a judge on television. When in fact he was a judge in real life in Washoe County. Ms. Lane uh, was being on hospice for the last week. He hasn't been in good health for the last few years. I know some people that are very close with Mills and his family. It's a very, very sad day today. And he will always be remembered on this show. And nice guy. I, I, I've got the, the absolute pleasure to hang out with him in the same area a couple times. And he and I have had conversations. Very, very nice man. And um, he will always be remembered on this show. With the simple... Let's get it on! Right there. 85 years old. Mills Lane. Absolute legend in the ring, yeah. Oh, I'll turn all this stuff down. Come on, turn that down. Ernie, you're better than that. Uh, I just made the best chocolate pie. Okay, good, 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 good. Um, last day of school is the 16th. Sorry, I wasn't able to pick up early. That's okay. I started on my list. I've got one, two, three, four, five. Five off the top of my head. The greatest kill scenes in movie or TV. I'll say cap it at like 10 or 11. But there you go. Yeah, Mills Lane passed away, 85 years old. Golly, I hate seeing that. Uh, All right, now back to the program we go. This stupid-ass show, The View, they, 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 there you go. Here's a scene from what happened on the show. We, we've come a long way in kind of critiquing some of the, the male practices that are not helpful and that needed to be called out. And I think that women have made a ton of progress, but we can also be each other's worst enemies. It's still the case, and I hate to say it, some of the worst bosses I've had have been women and sometimes colleagues in the workplace who are women. And I always think of the Madeleine Albright quote. Well, that's There's what a- happens when you work with Kellyanne Conway. Oh. I mean... <laughs> get a word in without you attacking me so i wouldn't say this is a totally different this isn't like a totally different environment of women supporting each other but madeline albright's always said uh, there's a special place in hell for women who don't help and support other women and something you're trying to live by i think that we have a duty to kind of give that back especially for the women who come after us so they attack her for her thoughts on this and there's a new term out there and i love it ladies You ready? You ready? Your violent femininity. (laughs) You know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Toxic femininity. I'm sorry, not violent. Your toxic femininity. Remember toxic masculinity? Remember that? Well, looky, looky, who's got the cookie? Oh, now, now I'm sure 
I, I, I am sure that someone will come and say, oh, that's totally different, and then not explain. I, I'm all ready for that. Oh, that's totally different. Yeah, just like the my body, my choice, but, but that's totally different. Uh, some of the kill scenes in Violent Night were pretty good. Uh, I told you my granddad used to spar with Mills. Oh, that's awesome. Sorry to hear about Mills Lane. Sadly, the good ones don't live forever, unlike the pieces of shit like Joe Biden and Pelosi. Amen to that. No, you said violent, and I'm like it. I, I like it. I'm embracing that shit. Hey, you put on your list whatever you want. I mean, my, my kill scenes are all violent. Don't get me wrong. Or, or you're saying, uh, no, you said violent. I like that. I'm embracing that. Your violent femininity. And by the way, I'm here to tell you, there's no such thing as either one. There's no such thing as toxic femininity, and there's no such thing as toxic masculinity. They made up that term because they wanted a way to hold strong men down. And they're doing this same term to... to they want everybody to be meek. They want everybody to be mousy. They don't want strong, opinionated people. Um, this is what we all need to learn. Is that people who stand up for themselves... They, 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 they get called bad names. They get told that they're, you know, they, they're a problem when all they're doing is standing up for what they believe in or they stand up for their thoughts and their belief systems. This is where we've gone in a country. We don't let people do that anymore. We tear them down for that. Because they want to believe in a strong male role model role if you will and you don't you don't think that's true then we're going to tear that person down until their opinion doesn't matter and nobody cares about their opinion well here's the big thing those of us we don't care that you don't care about our opinion we've never given two shits about your opinions if you don't like the way i raised my kids fuck off you want to get authorities involved, you go ahead. You roll the dice, and you see what fucking happens when you start messing with the fucking bull. The phrase is, you mess with the bull, you get the fucking horns. And let me just say, I guarantee you will get them. Toxic is toxic, era her a dick or pussy attached. See, and, and, and here's the thing. I think they use that word as a, a fighting term to, to put it on people like when you see an overzealous guy, let's say, at the gym who's grunting and walking around and, and he's trying to hit on all the chicks, everybody says that's toxic masculinity. No, that guy's a fucking jackass. That's what that is. There's nothing masculine about him grunting, lifting weights. There's nothing fucking masculine about him walking around 
in a fucking shirt that's cut up and we can see all the way through everything. There's nothing masculine about that. You know what masculinity is? Masculinity is holding a door open for people. Masculinity is pulling a chair out. Masculinity is using the word sir and ma'am. Because in my world, that's what men do. But we're told that's wrong. I can open my own car doors. I can dot, 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 dot. Well, no shit you can. I'm showing you the way I was raised to be a gentleman. And that is now what is toxic masculinity. Is that. And I just I just shake my head at it all the time. It don't don't compare that to, to the fucking muscle head in the gym doing his shit. That guy's a fucking tool. That guy's a pud knocker. You are definitely a true gentleman, aren't you? Well, thank you. I appreciate that. My mother would be very, very, very appreciative if you hear it saying that. As in the words of the great Mr. Vernon, you mess with the bulls, you get the horns. Yeah, look, you don't have to be some kind of fucking gym rat to be a man. You don't have to fight to be a man. All you have to do, there's a lot of things, and this is the thing, is that all these people want to understand what it is to be a man. I don't know what it is to be a woman. I'm not going to pretend to know what it's like to be a woman. I don't want to know what it's like. I don't care because it's hard enough to be a man because it is hard to be a man, especially in today's world. It's hard to be a man. Um, let's see. John Dutton was great describing his kids. So his mom didn't get envy of Beth, but do, uh, does not give two fucks. She is who she is, and that's what these fucktards want to shut down. Yeah. Barney Fife did all those things uh, too, Arnie. And Barney Fife was a man. Barney Fife was masculine as shit. I mean, sure, they didn't let him put gun bullets in his gun, but he would have shot everybody. He would have probably killed Floyd. I'm still convinced that Floyd touched Opie and Aunt B filmed it because Aunt B is a squirter. She would squirt into her pies. <laughs> I've just ruined Mayberry, haven't I? <laughs> this whole idea, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to go off on such a rant, but I hate the phrase toxic masculinity. I, I think that is the... That is the further dumbing down of men saying we do not need men in our society. Hey, that's fine. You don't want them in your society? Fine, I'll just stay inside. I'll stay inside and I'll keep my mouth shut. And when it's time for you to break that glass, because I am a gentleman, I will come out and answer the call. Because that's what men do. If I were to say, well, I'm just going to stay inside. When you break that glass, I'm staying inside to teach you a lesson. That's what mealy-mouth, mousy fucktards do. Because they want to get even with you. Men want to men want a solution. They don't want to further the problem. They want it over. You know why? Because we got shit to do. 
That's why. Uh, Aunt B only had cream pies. <laughs> Aunt B's cream pies. Oh, man. She could have probably retired. Can you imagine Aunt B having an OnlyFans page? Andy? Well, my, my screen name would be Andy. Andy? I've made a wonderful cream pie for you this evening. Is Opie coming around? Oh, hello, Opie. Oh. Aunt B was the even stuffier version of Edna Garrett from Facts of Life. Also, Squirter. Speaking of squirters, how many people knew that Bonnie Rotten was fucking married to Jesse James? That guy's such a scumbag. Let's see, he was married to Janine first. He likes his porn stars. Then he got together with Sandra Bullock and decided to go mainstream. That didn't work out because he cheated on her. And then he went back to the porn world and he knocked up Bonnie Rotten. They got married and now they're getting divorced and then whatever. Aunt B had cream prize, and Bruce Wayne's Aunt Harriet just had strap one. <laughs> Aunt Harriet. Um. All right, all right, enough about this crazy toxicity. Oh, okay. That one, Well, we might have to save that new one there for last. Thank you, Braddy Kid. Um, by the way, if anybody is interested, and in, in, I don't know if you are, if you have Peacock or not, um, but it has been announced Woo! that Rick, uh, the the premiere of it's fun. No, not that. The premiere of Woo! becoming Ric Flair. That's what it's called. Will debut on Peacock a new two-hour special. Oh, let me have the Nature Boy tell you. Woo! Nature Boy here. So happy to announce that Woo! becoming Ric Flair, Peacock's newest, hottest. Original documentary will air December 26th, featuring the Nature Boy, Hulk Don't Hulk. Never seen before footage of Ric Flair's ride to fame in the WWE. December 26th, Peacock, becoming Ric Flair. Uh, To say I can't wait is an understatement. And, And by the way, by the way, from what I understand, they are addressing the plane ride from hell. That we're going to get the real story. You remember we heard that the the dark side of the ring where he did the heli- helicopter with his wiener. We're going to get the real story from Ric Flair allegedly. Bicoop says rumor he will be in the Royal Rumble. Please, dear God, no, no. I I I've been hearing a lot of weird names for the Royal Rumble. I already know that the Royal Rumble, it's going to be one of two people win. It all depends on who the champ is when the Royal Rumble gets here. If by chance the champ is Seth Rollins, the winner of the Royal Rumble will be Cody uh, Rhodes to further that fucking feud. If Roman Reigns is still the champion when the Royal Rumble happens, The Rock will win the Royal Rumble. Uh, Mark my words. Just telling you right now. I know my wrestling stuff. 
Uh, all right, what we got next? Oh, we got a story about Kim Kardashian. Well, that's fantastic. Now, when you see the headline of this story, you just kind of go, huh? Jesus, Lord. Um, Kim Kardashian gets a restraining order against a guy who claimed to talk with her telepathically. Now, now I, I haven't scrolled down any more of the story to see if the two have ever met, but can you actually get a restraining order against someone that claims they have talked to you telepathically? This, this is interesting. Let, let me read the story. Let, let, let's see. Uh, you got much-needed protection against a scary individual who will not... Okay, he showed up at her home multiple times. Okay. Uh, claims to be armed. All right. Uh, the restraining order against Andre Persaud, ruling that Persaud is prohibited from contacting Kim and must stay at least 100 yards away from her at least for the next five years. He showed up at her home at least three times back in August. She says she's never met the guy. She's worried he might escalate things to physical violence, especially given the fact that he allegedly claimed to be armed. This is from a woman that was robbed in France. And, and look, look, we can all hate Kim Kardashian. She is a, a person of prominence, and she deserves to be, you know, not stalked by anybody. I mean, but what a shitty stalker to stalk Kim Kardashian. You stalk somebody that has no talent. And by the way, what are you planning on getting? A shitty blowjob out of her? Have you never seen the Ray J tape? It ain't that good, pal. And plus, you're going to have Kanye call you and say, hey, how does my dick taste? You're going to get a lot of guys that call you and say that. You might be on a lot of fucking phone calls. He was armed, so he wasn't the guy in the picture I posted on Facebook. Okay. I guess you can get one, but how are they going to catch you if you violate it, right? Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I mean, can he still telepathically communicate with her? And if he says he does, can they take him to jail for that? I mean, because if he's in her head to communicating with her, that's violating the 500 yards, right? I'd like to say I would like to see this one hashed out. I'd, I'd like to see this one on the people's court. We need to get Doug Llewellyn to interview them both and see what's going on. I like that a lot. Doug Llewellyn. Doug Llewellyn's fucking just he lays so much pipe in L.A. Unbelievable. Last week I thought we had the well, we had the Webster's word of the year last week. What was it? Was it what dipshits? Something like that. Uh, vaginitis. I, I, I don't remember what it was. Um, but this year's uh, Oxford Dictionary, yes, that is from the uh, Oxford, Cambridge area, if you will, in Great Britain. The uh, much higher learning, very, very learned people there. They say that the word of the year, it, uh, see, this is why they're not smart. This is two words. Goblin mode. Oxford opened up the word of the year selection to an online vote for the first time. Well, that's why you did it there, you idiots. 
Goblin mode refers to a type of behavior which is unapologetically self-indulgent, lazy, slovenly, or greedy, typically in a way that rejects social norms or expectations, according to the dictionary. Oh, let's see. Uh, Kamala heard Goblin Odin start moistening her lips out of habit. Goblin mode. Really? It's so stupid. Why, why do we... Why, why do we look up to these people? Why do we why do we hold these people in in high esteem? The people that put out the Oxford Dictionary when they come out with such shitty fucking words of the year, goblin mode. Really, I can tell you this right now. Before today, I have never said those two words together in the history, and I've probably used more words than everybody who's listening to this show. No one has used more words than me in the last thirty years. And I have never used the words goblin and mode together before today. Especially in the last year. This is horse shit. Uh, I got a word for you, Limeys. Gobble these nuts. I want cockwomble to be the word of the year, as in Joe Biden is a cockwomble. I, I, I think what, 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 the cum hole. Cum hole... Cunt scab was a couple years ago. Come hole, I think, was this year's winner. I believe that was Cowboys Girl Word. It was come hole. I enjoyed that one a lot. I hear Goblin like once a year at Halloween. Or if I'm watching a Spider-Man movie. The closest thing I've used to Goblin mode is Cock Gobbler. Yeah. I mean, that's just stupid. Who are these people? How do they get that job? I want that job for Christ's teeth. Fucking A. Yeah, there you go. Allow people to vote online for that. That's a smart move. Um, boy, oh, boy. These last three stories, I got to tell you what. And, and the third one I just I, I, I was just sent to me by Braddy Kid, so we'll probably do that one first. The last two are so gold. It is unbelievable. Winner, winner, come hold dinner. Um, all right, let's do this one first. Uh, this is a story about 46-year-old Mindy Stevens. Uh, this is Electra, Texas. I have no idea where Electra, Texas is, so don't ask. Texas is a big fucking state. Oh, you know where this is? Yeah, I know exactly where that is. Uh, 46-year-old Mindy Stevens, the wife of an assistant fire chief. Um, pulled up last month in front of the Electra Police Department. Cops say an officer went out front to investigate. 
what was out front of the police station and found three five-gallon buckets weighing a total of 50 pounds filled with what appeared to be feces! 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 He also observed Miss Stevens in a hazmat suit walking towards an SUV with a trailer attached. The officer asked her what she was doing, and she allegedly told the cops she was dropping off buckets of human shit. Feces! 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 And then drove off. (laughs) So a lieutenant reportedly reviewed the security footage and recognized her voice. Police say they contracted city officials about the issue and said they'd call Stevens about picking up the buckets... And she refused, saying it wasn't her problem. She was in char- she was charged with illegal dumping as well as violation of Texas Health and Safety Code. She was booked and released last uh, the next day. Oh, no word on why she fucking put it there. What a crappy story. I mean. Is it next to Daredevil, Texas? (laughs) Oh, hashtag Marvel that. I mean, but who carries around all these buckets of shit and then just dumps them in front of the police station? There you go. That's not my problem. By the way, what cop let her walk away? Like, like, somebody's walking on, on a city street wearing a hazmat suit, putting down buckets of shit, and you don't want to detain? I mean, you might want to get to the bottom of this. You let her drive away, and she left the shit behind? Don't ask this lady for shit for Christmas. No, she's out. Have to admire her for the fortitude. I mean, how long does it take to fill one with their bucket of shit? A five-gallon bucket, let alone three of them. Man, she just go to like different. She got a hazmat suit on. She just like scoop out some porta potties. <laughs> That's such a nightmare scenario. Falling through a, a porta potty. I, I, I would probably put the gun in my mouth then. If I fell through or if a porta potty like got dumped on me, I, I would want the gun. I wouldn't want to live through that. That's just disgusting. Ugh, gross. Let alone carrying it around in my own damn car. All right. All right, I figured out the, the way I'm going to go with these two stories here. I love it. Providence, Rhode Island, you fucking people. Oh, God bless the loopholes in the world. Providence, Rhode Island has launched a $10 million reparations program for black and Native American people. (laughs) But poor white people can qualify because federal funds earmarked for budget cannot exclude anyone based on race. 
That is so fantastically delicious. Mayor Jorge Elozara, obviously native to Providence, signed the budget into law in November to deliver the funds to some of the city's black and Native American communities. But because the federal funds cannot be earmarked for specific races, white folks who earn less than $50,000 a year that live in the city can also apply. Give me my reparations. Oh, man. I, don't, I, I think that could be one of the greatest things I'd ever see. Can you imagine this? Okay, close your eyes unless you're driving. I want you to picture yourself all honkified up as you've received your first check for reparations. Okay? You're picturing yourself? Now, I want to picture yourself walking into a bank and handing this check to the bank teller. And it says on there, reparations check. And your bank teller's black. How you doing? Can, can, can I paint a scenario? You're goddamn right. Oh, I can. And let me just tell you about how delicious this will be. I believe that we will finally see some bank tellers that refuse to cash checks. The program is funded by the American Rescue Plan, and under federal laws, the money must be available to people of all races. Damn right, that includes us honkies. What, what? (laughs) I love it when the worlds of idiocracy collide. So what they're saying is we would like to discriminate, but the law says we can't. Irony. Oh, it, it, it's, it's so fantastic. Oh, of course they can apply because it's unconstitutional to give something like that to only one race. With a big, big old fucking smile is how I'm doing it. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I'm telling you right now, I, I would cherish that moment. I would want people filming that moment. I would go out of my way to find a teller of color. Picture Cousin Eddie from Vacations cashing it in. If you're happy and you know it, honky honks. Adios, familia. Have a great tires day. You're going to have to download the last part, Ogre, because the last story is about something really awesome. Um... I mean, granted, this story is pretty fantastic. But our last story of the day. Oh, boy. This is so fantastic. I'm going to share the picture with you all, too. I, I, I don't know how this happened. This, this old boy, the, let me just tell you. When you look at him, you go, holy shit. Uh, a man ended up with a 150-year-old trident lanced through his neck after a fight with a workmate in India and survives. It was his workmate the Submariner? 
Who uses a trident? Was this Brick? Brick, oh, my dear, my dear Brick. Was it, Brick used a trident. Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. That just happened. Graphic images show the one-and-a-half-foot trident sticking out of the neck. It was rushed to the hospital where doctors told uh, told doctors it didn't hurt. Now, I'm looking at it, and, oh, okay, so he... All right, now I get it. So, dude's got a trident going through, but they didn't use the trident the way the trident's supposed to be used. They used the butt end of it. But it still looks cool as shit that this guy's got a fucking trident going through his neck. Do you know how baller that is? Man, oh man. Okay, so this happened. Where did this happen? Baskaram uh, received the injury in a fight with two men in his workplace. This is in India. All right. Um, I mean, they got the best doctors there. They're all homegrown Americans. After an hour and a half of a long operation, the trident was eventually removed from his neck. And he said to make a remarkable recovery. Local sources said the doctors he was not in any pain or discomfort. Dr. Banderjee, an associate professor, said there was no sign of blood or injury, which took me by surprise. Oh, goddamn. Oh, you got to warn me before I see a picture like that. Holy crap. The, oh, I, I scrolled down. There, there's a picture of a, a little girl who, I guess, fell on a fucking steel rod, and it went through, like, her under thing, oh, under her tongue, and then all the way through her mouth. Well, I tell you what, they got some crazy ways to fucking get hurt over there. Damn it. Oh, wait. I'm going to write down. Um, okay, uh. I, I I've come up with a uh, oh. oh yeah by that that's got to be up there equalizer okay all right there you go just coming up with my 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 greatest death scenes in movies and TV. It's like the old Trank Dark in the Neck from old school. Yeah, kind of like that. Scroll down. Oh, wait. I don't want to scroll down more. The guy. Oh, I, I've done that about the steel cup removed from the dude's rectum. Rectum damn near killed him. Yeah, I did that story, but this is crazy. I mean, the motherfucker got a trident in his neck. Imagine if the guy would have used it the real way it was supposed to work. He'd have three big assholes in his neck. Mm. All right, that does it for us today, people. We will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Uh, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. Please, once again today, if you have a minute and you got some, some good vibes to send, please send them Braddy Kids' way. She had a tough day today. It's still going to be tough. And uh, my thoughts are with her. I'm going to hang out with her. I mean, they're going to probably let her annoy me even today. So there you go. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic day. And adios, everybody. Uh- <laughs>
knocked up on the dance floor on a honky tonk Saturday night. It's a honky tonk Saturday night. It's not who is who, it's who will or who mind. When love, she'll turn on. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.